Welcome to the Promote the Truth online Shabbat gathering. We're just coming together, brothers and sisters, just spending some time fellowshipping together. Uh, you know, we want to be able to get more and more of this done. Uh, we got that all in the works of getting uh, more and more. I am about to start doing a at least a five-day-a-week, like, mini-series on, on um, our YouTube channel. So, like, some short, like, not not short. I, we got the shorts that we're putting out from a lot of the content we're doing. We're, we're starting to pump those shorts out. But, like, some five-minute videos, some five-minute chunks where people can come on. And then I'd like to be able to possibly, you know, interview with some of y'all from time to time. Like, Ty, I go, Tywo, come on, let's go do a five-minute Promote the Truth Jam session on the subject, you know. And like people are eating that up. So those five to eight minute range, people are they're going nuts over. It. So I believe if we just start pumping those out, just pumping those out, that that's really going to get the word out there about, you know, spreading yes. the name. So good to see everybody coming in. Emmanuel, good Yo. to see you. Hello. Shalom. Shalom, brother. It's to meet you. Yes. Nice to meet you. It's good to meet you, man. Good to meet you. That's, That's it. it. That's it. Mm. You, got, you got a little background. I'm gonna mute everybody. Y'all can unmute yourselves when y'all need to. Right, that way we'll keep this clean. But y'all can always just quickly unmute. But then that gives us a cleaner line. So it's Shabbat today, um, and I love when when people try to figure this thing out about Shabbat. Like the people in your circle, do y'all notice that? You go, "Hey, yes, Sabbath." So what have y'all noticed about that? Let's kind of like talk about that. So today on the Gregorian calendar. Happens to be quote Friday on the Gregorian calendar, but on the on the calendar of Yahuwah, it is the seventh day of the week, which is the Shabbat. So your circle around y'all, have y'all noticed anything about when you take your Sabbath on the real calendar? What are you guys noticing? Would anybody like to speak on that on this Shabbat? Let us get started with that. Who's going first? Come off your mute, by the way, because I got I got y'all muted. I can share it real quick. Go ahead, Ms. Amber. So I I work with families and I make my schedule up by the month. And so I try to keep everyone on the same day of the oh, week as long as I can. And then I'll have a Sabbath change and I have to switch it up next month. And so it always hey, comes hey, up. Hey, one second. We got, we got a hot mic. All right, there we go. Go ahead, sis. The conversation always comes up about, well, I, I need to switch you to this day if you can or this day if you can. I try to work with them as much as possible. And, you know, several times they've asked, well, why, why do we have to change? Sometimes I've said, Oh, it's just a personal reason or whatever. But as I've grown more in this, I've gotten more bold. And so now I say, well, my, my Sabbath isn't your the typical Saturday or Sunday Sabbath. Like it's common to hear about. I said, mine is based off of the phases of the moon. And whenever there's a new moon day, it's seven days after that. And so some people are like, oh, that's neat. That's interesting. You know, it kind of piques their interest a little. And then other times they're just like, they just don't know how to how to react. So it's interesting seeing the different uh, reactions that I get. I, I found it to be an incredible witnessing tool. So if any of y'all noticed that. So the real calendar and effectuate. And I think, Amber, you brought up a point because a lot of folks are working, you know, as employees. And the one thing that really stood out to me is the the equal opportunity was the Equal Opportunity Employment Act. They can't discriminate based upon race, color. So if a person discriminates, if there's a business that chooses to try to eliminate your employment because of your religious belief, which is following the real calendar and observing that from a religious standpoint, they would be in violation of the Equal Opportunity Employment Act. I mean, it's just, how many other ways can you look at it? So when we get people approaching that and getting bolder, we're going to get even more people coming to Yahuwah because we're standing up for our, our, our rights and, and that's making a stake and making a claim. So 
the calendar is a big time issue because, you know, think about when Yahuwah talks about in Bereshit Genesis chapter one, just think about how he lays it out. Chapter one, when he says um, about the purpose of the two great lights. So I'm going over now to uh, Genesis. Let's go back. Let's go to chapter one. Okay. And then down at verse 14, and Alua said, let the lights come to be in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night. Now think about this. But I'm going to say, let's black, so most times we go past this, we don't slow this one down. Go, so he said, let the lights be in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And let the light come to be in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day and the night. And let them be for signs. What kind of signs? Appointed times and for days and for years. That first one, really starting to ring out to me more because let 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 them be for signs. So the Shabbat, Yahuwah said, this is a sign between who? I can't hear y'all. Come off your mute. Oh, you and I. Yeah. Between people and him. You Think and about I. That. And let them be for signs. And then he says, and the Shabbat, in Shamu 31, I believe it is. Let's go over to uh and some more people coming in. Okay, there we go. Uh we got over in Shamu chapter 31. We go down to verse 12, and Yahuwah spoke to Masha, saying, And you speak to the children of Yisrael, saying, My Sabbath, you are to guard. By all means, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations to know that I, Yahuwah, am setting you apart. Look at that connection that quick when we slow that down. We just go right over to Bereshit, Genesis chapter 1, right? And he says that why does he have the lights? and they shall be for signs. And now we look at this distinctive sign in Shamu 31, 13, where he says that his Sabbaths, not just the Shabbat, but the Shabbats, all the feasts, appointed times, he said, let them be a sign between me and my people. And then what does he say? Kind of like whatever you talked about, to know a couple of things. To know what? He said, he invokes his name right there. Y'all notice that? To know that I, Yahuwah, so he said, oh, I'm letting you know who's doing this. And what am I doing? I'm setting you apart. Now, we are, you follow the real calendar of Yahuwah, you are very, very set apart, in my opinion. Have you noticed that, y'all? Anybody else pick that up? That you that you can actually feel it. That you can feel that you're set apart. Who'd like to comment on that? I feel feel that way, and it also sets us apart to the world because if people go, <laughs> you know, they kind of, you know, and that sets you apart. How do they do it? Uh, How's the world look at you, Melanie? They they look at you like well some people like, like Melanie, Melanie, you, Melanie you just went I like that <laughs> I know some people they, they either look at you like that they're curious they ask you well tell me more or or they're they're just you know okay well to each their own but it, those ones that it's like tell me more man you can go right in you can go right in. Anybody else want to comment on this particular stuff? I've, I've noticed, I've noticed that, <clears throat> you know, working with my uh, staff, um, I, you know, I have to let them know that I'm out, you know, out of the office for uh, Sabbath, and I'll say, um, okay, um, let's say it was at the beginning of the month, so I'll let them know, okay, so Friday falls, 
on the Sabbath. Okay, never try never to say it the other way around. Sabbath falls on Friday. No. Sabbath is the standard. Yahuwah's calendar is the standard. So Friday, the false day, okay, falls on, on, on Yahuwah's Shabbat. And they'll say to me, well, I, I thought it was, I thought the Sabbath was on Wednesday. <laughs> so because the previous month, it was a different day, okay? As far as they're concerned, it's like, wait a minute, you know, it's changing. Okay, and so what it's doing is it's it's giving a testimony without even without even saying a word. Okay, it's giving a testimony um, that the way of Yahuwah is not the way of man, and it's important that we recognize that. I mean, we have to we have to bear witness to the truth. Okay, Yahuwah has called us to bear witness to the truth. This is not my Sabbath. And I know Amber had said something along, this is my Sabbath, but this is Yahuwah's Sabbath. This is not mine. I didn't make this. It's not, it's not my creation. It's not my design. It's the, I'll say for, for, the, for the people, I'll say it's the, the scripture Sabbath. They want to know more. I'll say it's the, the scriptural Sabbath. And, and I will tell them, yeah, Yahuwah ordained. I've had a number of conversations where people, you know, I had to go deep into it, pull out my my phone and show them the calendar. I I, you know, you know, show them the calendar app with all the, you know, the phases of the moon. And uh they're like, wow, you know, a lot of people just have not really taken time to, you know, to to acknowledge the heavens. It's amazing how we are so separated from Yahuwah's creation. So true, so true. I was looking at something on, on how big of a how how big of a deal it is, you know. If you go over to uh if you go over to let me let me touch this. This will crack y'all up. I gotta just show y'all how crazy this is. If you go over to GoDaddy and you want to get the domain name, for example. If you want to get the domain name realcalendar.com, look. Almost $5,500 for that domain. So is that a big deal, this calendar? Tapos left. $5,495 if you want to talk about the real calendar and own that domain name. what you think, Miss Sylvia? Go on, get that domain. Get it for us, Miss Sylvia. Let's start rocking. Let's get it. <laughs> See, but let me tell y'all, that's the projects I'm talking about. So are we talking about the true scriptures. That's stuff that we should be grabbing, taking down. As we're moving and we're progressing, you know, we need to strategically grab and build on things like that. Because that thing has an extreme amount of value. So the more that we grow and progress in the body and we start stop feeling guilty about financial abundance and we start feeling guilty about spiritual abundance. Do y'all know that a lot of people feel guilty about spiritual abundance? They just don't talk about it. They, they think, man, to be happy all the time, oh, I thought you got to be low down and, and, and trodden and, 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 and sad and all that type of stuff that has come along all those years. Well, that's a lie. And we got to expose that. Yahuwah is a complete... Is Yahuwah ever sick? Is Yahuwah ever broke? No. Nope. Right? And so if we were creating his image, what are we doing getting sick? What are we doing ever dealing with any lack of, 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 of wealth and abundance? It's because we're not operating within his, his being. And so there's a big challenge coming up that we're going to be teaching through Promote the Truth. We're going to raise the bar on you becoming more abundant. We're going to get into it. Like we're going to show the establishment. You know, there's a book called The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. And, 
it should be more much more explosive. There's a book that a lot of people know about called Thinking Grow Rich. They didn't ever really talk about the signs of getting rich, but in the signs of getting rich, he's literally equating the the thinking stuff. He's he's equating it all the way into the beginning. And like there's a verbiage that says there's a thinking stuff from which all things are made. So which what are, what what creates all things? We got some background noise. Somebody, if you, let me hit the mute all one more time. There we go. So there's a thinking stuff from which all things are made. Which listen to these, listen to this verbiage that in 1910, Wallace D. Waddles, who got ostracized from the Methodist Church, they pushed him out of there. Because he started teaching on truths. And I wish he was here today because he'd be like, Jay, hallelujah, praise to Yahuwah. He said, there's a thinking stuff from which all things are made, which in its original state, in its original state, permeates, penetrates, and fills the inner spaces of the universe. A thought in this substance produces the thing which is imagined by the thought. So think about how important it is what he's saying there he figured out that we are co-creators we're co-creators and somebody keeps unmuting themselves and you got a lot of scratching guys so it's okay to unmute but if you unmute just make sure it's quiet otherwise y'all can come off and on so just think about yahuwah in the beginning of creation I want to go all the way back there. We touched on it yesterday when I gave out that first example of the, 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 the true scriptures. We talked about how in that when he, that like the earth was a formless substance. It really was like vapors. Well, what is the thinking stuff that creates everything? Why does stuff keep on procreating? And I started studying it. And it made me understand the scriptures at a higher level. It's the air. Have y'all ever stopped and thought about the air? That Yahuwah is the air. Can you get away from air ever? Never. What happens if you remove air out of your, from you? You will die. So Yahuwah literally is the air. He created this substance of that. He feels the inner spaces of everything. And so when he says in the scriptures, let us make man in our image, in the image of a Lord, he created them both male and female. What are we, are we tapped into what he created us to be? Are we operating like that? And every day, that's where I strive to be more like my father in the original state that I was created from the beginning. I was created to procreate. And we got to stop. Go ahead. Man. Yes, yes, yes. So. You know, I, I think that Yahuwah, he likens himself, because the scripture talks about the spirit, okay? So you have this, the, the spirit of Yahuwah, which is himself. But when we think about that, because he says he breathed into man the breath of life, the mm. spirit of life, and man became a living soul, a living entity. However, if you take a person who is on their last leg who is hooked up to a machine and and they're they're dying and you put them on a ventilator okay that ventilator which is breathing air into their body will not bring back life mm. it won't bring back life you can keep that ventilator going and it will the person will be empty of life. So the he likens his person as being to the air, which, like you said, fills all things because he does fill all things, but he is not the air. He is not the air because if it were the case, then hook a person to a ventilator, 
and they would come back. Okay, um, they would just they they would revitalize. So it's 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 a it's a little difficult to to totally I think quantify, but we can see that Yahuwah, he says, I'm, I'm, he says, he talks about the, the seven eyes upon, you know, the seven spirits that are before his throne, which are sent through all the earth. Okay. Mm. So he is, he is, um, you know, there's nowhere that he is not. There's but, but nowhere. How old so that makes that, but that does make him the heir also. He says, I'm well, the, under the water. The, he says, I'm the beginning and the end. He is in all through all, but if what you just said, it made me hit it. If he removed his spirit from that air. That's right. You see what I'm That's saying? That's right. Because you said he breathed his what? That's, he breathed his, his air, his breath uh, into which was us. His spirit. Which is, you're right. It's, 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 it's his spirit. He, we live by his breath. The fact that each of us is sitting right here on this, that means we have the spirit of Yahuwah, that life spirit in us, that life-giving, you know, it's him. It's, it's his essence. That's why he's able to judge us. Okay. I believe that, you know, he judges because he grants us life. What are we doing with that life? What are we doing with that which he has lent to us? And, you know, we're making decisions with what he has, the power that he, so he can judge the wicked and the righteous. Right. Because we're on, all of us are borrowed. We're on mm. borrowed time. We're on borrowed energy. We're on borrowed life force. And uh, so it's, you know, I think it's kind of like similar, like saying, you know, Yahusha is the water of life, but he's not the water, but he gives us the nu nutrients that that sustains us like water does yep yes i love this but i like to get people thinking about this i want people thinking because man once you tap into yahuwah's everywhere and he's in all things but if he takes his spirit and says all right i'm, I'm out that's right and a lot of people we what we want is the power but the power is from the set apart spirit the ruach so is it possible to call on his name and not have the promised spirit? That's the next question I like to ask you. Is that possible? Can you have salvation and not have his spirit come into you with the fire? Anybody want to comment on that? What's y'all's thoughts? Praise Yahuwah. Y'all got to start talking. Come on, people. <laughs> open up. Get the files over there. Let's go. Yes. And again, we're just having a discussion. This is like fellowship. You know, we're we're tossing stuff around here to think about. Unfortunately, now. I heard somebody come in, but then you're kind of cutting in and out. Praise Yahoo. I would um would comment, but I'm not in the position. I'm out on the road and I have a bunch of people in here, so I can't speak right now. Hallelujah. Well, good to see you, brother. Anyway, good to see you. Well, you know, we how can we, you know, the scripture says that Yahusha said, no man can come to me except the father draws him. So that means that, you know, and then he says that I, that I wish that none should perish, but that all repent and turn to salvation. So we can call on a name. We can call on Yahuwah's name, which they, we know that our, you know, our Hebrew ancestors, our, their fathers, the forefathers, called on his name but oftentimes they were rebellious still they were not they they did not allow the spirit to bring about the transformation of heart 
that is so necessary because when we're connected with his spirit, then we actually do that which is pleasing in his sight. And we find our greatest joy is in obedience to him. I mean, it's like a it's like a child father mother relationship where you know our greatest joy is to please our mama or please our papa. And that's that's what it that's what it boils down to. There, but we have to believe in his word. We have to believe the truth. You know, like the scripture says in, in I think it's Mark chapter one, verse um 15. You know, it says that Yahusha, let me just read it real quick. Um, after John was put into prison, you know, he, um, it says, it says, okay, oh, so verse 14, it says, and Yohanan was delivered up. Okay, Yahusha came to, Galilee or uh, Gilel, proclaiming the good news of the reign of Elohim, and saying, "The time has been fulfilled, and the reign of Elohim has come near. Repent and believe in the good news." You know, we have to believe yeah. in the good news, and when we believe in the good news and we repent. You know, like that 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 woman who came who was dragged before Yahusha, um, the adulterous woman, you know, after that whole episode, and there was no man left after Yahusha started riding in the ground, they were convicted in their hearts and they walked out one by one, starting with the eldest. He then said to her, Has you know, um, where are thine accusers? <laughs> where are your accusers? And she says, no, she, he says, has anyone condemned you? He says, she says, none, there's no, no one has condemned me. He says, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. So that command was power. That command was power to achieve. So the word of Yahuwah is power for our success. It actually enables us to do what Yahuwah has commanded. It's power. It's the power. It's the power. But we have to believe it. That's why it says repent and believe. You know, but we 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 will. We can achieve. You know, we 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 can achieve, and uh, we can achieve righteousness through His strength. You know, so praise Yahuwah. Anybody else want to comment on that? You know, there's a scripture that really puts us to the to the test of Yahuwah's standard. Because how many times have you heard people, I love Brother Tower where you were going. How many times have you heard people say, I'm human, I'm not perfect? Yet, Yahusha says, be perfect. As your father in heaven is perfect. But why do we overall as humans say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a human. I'm not perfect. So it's like we're in this constant battle with the word of Yahuwah and he brought through him through his son, Yahushua HaMashiach. He said, be perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. What that does is then that puts us in a position to do the thing that I believe Yahuwah wants the most from us, which is to be humble. So that when we do make a mistake, we do not make an excuse for the mistake. When we do break a commandment, we don't make an excuse for breaking the commandment. When we do not exercise the power, as Brother Tawo said, then we learn to exercise the power. I can do all things through Yahuwah who gives me strength through his spirit. And so that's why it's so incredibly important that you be immersed into his name. Once you're immersed into his name, then you're given the promised spirit, as Brother Tawo said, to obey. And then the excuses are eliminated. Like you just literally can guard those commandments. And it is possible to live without sin. Because what is sin? Sin is lawlessness. What law? The commandments. 
So if I don't break the commandments, all this other jibber jab that we figured out that we set a moral compass on, it goes away. What is the moral compass of Yahuwah? It is, I am Yahuwah who brought you out of the land of Mitzrayim, out of the house of bondage. Have no other Elohim before your face. That's one that he wants you to guard. All the other stuff about, hey, you know, do I do this and do that right? Don't worry about that first. Worry about that first one. Then the second one, I am Yahuwah. You are to have no graven images, idols before you. Let's get that one out. Is it possible to live with like that to where you don't have idols, to where you're not hooked on crosses and steeples and all this stuff? Do not bring the name of Yahuwah, your allure to not. The third one, is it possible to esteem his name? Yes. So, so we're living a sin-free life already. I'm giving you three ways you can do it. The fourth way, like today, which is the Shabbat, the real Shabbat. He said, remember the Shabbat, the Sabbath day, to keep it set apart. Six days you do all your work, but the seventh is a Sabbath unto Yahuwah. In it, you don't do any work. So is it possible to keep the real Sabbath? Is it? Yes. yes. So now I'm still living sin free so far. Number five, honor your father, father and mother so that your days may be, may be prolonged upon the earth. Is it possible to do that? Everybody says, well, of course. Of course. Number six, do not commit murder. You don't say don't kill. But sometimes you might have to defend yourself. So do not commit murder. Don't do something that greases to go take life without justification. Is it possible? There's six ways you're proving that you're living sin-free. Do not commit adultery. Now, you gotta, we got to do a study on that because we got to show people the adultery that Yahuwah was talking about. He's talking about Yahuans, people that follow Yahuwah. Don't go marry someone or have an affair with someone that calls on another Allahim. <laughs> That's adultery to Yahuwah. All right. Can we live a sin-free life? Yes. Eight, do not steal. We can do that. That ain't like, that shouldn't be hard. Sin-free life, right? What's nine? Check it with y'all. Y'all know the commandments? Do not. That's 10. Do not bear false witness against. Do not neighbor. bear false against witness against your neighbor. It didn't say do not right. lie. Right. It says do not bear false witness against who? Your neighbor. Who's your neighbor? Boy, when you figure out who your neighbor is, this is going to be important for everybody in the body. You go, oh man, my neighbor. Who is my neighbor? Okay. Mm -hmm. And then ten. Do not covet. Can you live a sin-free life? Yes. Can you be perfect in Yahuwah's eyes? Do y'all realize that if you keep those, guard those tents, you guard his Shabbats, right? You make sure those four key things we talked about. Do y'all realize you will live a sin-free life? And who has taught you that in these, quote, churches? Nobody. They don't want to teach you that because they want you to feel guilty. So you come put that money in that plate. So they, so they can give you, Charles laughing. They want you to put that money in that place, plate so they can give you a sense of weekly feel-goodness to the next week, get you guilty the next week, come and beat you up for about an hour during the sermon, then say, pass the plate. I can take away your guilt this week. Anyway, y'all got me. Uh, brother, brother Nolan. Uh, just to touch on some things like that, like you said, you keep all these, you guard all the commandments because Yahushua said, what are the two greatest commandments? You shall love Yahuwah, Yahuwah, with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. The second is love your neighbor as yourself. You know, he said, just these two, you hang all the commandments, you know, so if you guard those two, you know, which are the commandments, right, one through ten, you're guarding all Kriyah's commandments. What makes you perfect is guarding his word. That's what makes you perfect. Guarding his word. And even says in Revelation 14, 12, this is the patience of the saints. Here are those that guard the commandments of Allah with faith in Yahushua. Revelation 20 14 says the same thing. That's the requirement to get to Yah's kingdom right there. You know, 
And throughout time, the Christian church has totally distorted that message. Like, oh, we don't have to do anything. So it's okay to do all these things and not love Yah first. And, you know, just get into the kingdom. No, Yah, no, I am Yahuwah. I never change. He changes not. He doesn't change his promise. He doesn't slack on them. Hallelujah. <clears throat> you done brought that heat. Manuel done come in here and brought that heat, like, right now. <laughs> Hey, 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 brother, brother Nolan, that's yeah, that, that's not me. That ain't me bringing that heat. That's yeah, bringing the heat. <laughs> he's working through you. Hey, he's working through yeah, you. Right. Good thing. He's doing a good thing exactly. through you, too. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. But see, y'all see what we're talking about here? This is empowering. We hear Emmanuel say those words and, 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 and Tao say those words, and we start looking at the commandments going, can we do that? Yeah, I can do that. Well, guess what? Now that gives me empowerment. That gives me what? To, to be able to approach the throne with what? Boldness. 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 Okay, what about when I pray now? If I got boldness and when I pray, will my expectation be higher and then my faith increase? Yes. I won't get caught with Yahusha saying to me, oh, ye of little faith. If I can approach mm. it with boldness, that's why this is so critical oh, to, yeah. to, to our body, yes. us teaching other people and us being a living example. Is there power mm -hmm. through the blood that Yahushua said, shed for us? Is there power in that blood? Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, it is, brother, brother Jay, because in Acts 17, it tells you that. That Yah gives to all life and breath and all things. You know, it says it goes on to say in 28, they said, For in Yah we live and move and have our being, as certain as also your own poets have said. Because if you take a alarm clock or you get the, 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 the fanciest car with the loudest music in it, and you go and place it inside the city morgue. And you say, I'm going to set this alarm at a certain hour. And, and when they hear this loud music playing, I want everybody to wake up. Uh, you think it's going to wake them up because y'all spirit that left away from them and, and he's not dwelling in them no more. You can cut that music up loud as you want to and, 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 and jam hard as you want to. Ain't nobody going to move that, that y'all spirit has moved away from because the dead know nothing. So you can believe ain't no music. So you know it's Yah in us that do the roll call every morning. All of us, we are blessed with his mercy and grace on this Sabbath day to be here sitting on this uh, set apart gathering with you. Because if Yah didn't, when he was waking us up this morning, if he would have been said, Jay, get up, you know, um, Kevin, get up, um, uh, Amber, get up, you know, Will, get up. Because he take roll call every morning. So, you know, we are that's his mercy and grace over us that we are here sitting on this program. So if if y'all don't breathe into you and give you that gift, that new gift of a new day, and that's through his spirit, Yahuwah is that Ruach. So he said he's looking for people to worship him in, in Yahuwah and truth and, and all his commandments and all his, like all his words are truth. So we have to live by the Torah and guard it, like you guard said, it. have no no mighty ones before him, and fear Yah. As long as we keep that healthy fear of Yah, that's the beginning of knowledge for each and every soul that's on this here platform. Because we have to keep Yah first. Yah have to come before mother, father, brother, son, grandchildren, great grandchildren, before Jade, before me, before Will. If if you get that there right, you might do a good Yah falling after Yah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, th th this is this is this is great because you know Yahuwah is calling a people. And he's calling a people back to him. He's calling a people back to obedience. And look at look at look at Revelation chapter 14, verse um verse 6. And seven, it says, and I saw another messenger flying in midheaven, holding the everlasting good news to announce to those dwelling on the earth, even to every nation and tribe and tongue and people, 
saying with a loud voice, fear Allahim and give esteem to him because the hour of his judgment is come and worship him who made, who created heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of waters. See, we need to acknowledge the creator. If we don't acknowledge him and put him in that first number one spot in our lives, then what are we doing? What are we doing? Because you see, he's the one. That's why this, this first angel's message or this first messenger's message is so critical. We have to get back to giving esteem to the father, okay, and his son. Yes. We have to show him. How How do we know? By obeying his, his word, keeping his word. How do we show that we are set apart? By observing his his uh, his Sabbaths, his Shabbats, and following his timekeeping system, his appointed times. So you know, it, there, there's a passage in in um in Isaiah, I think it's Isaiah chapter 14, where it talks about this power. It talks about it talks about Satan and how he's going to deceive the world. He's going to deceive the world by sitting on top of Yahuwah's appointed times. Most people will glance right over that, okay, because the way the King James writes it, it doesn't render it quite the way that it ought to. You have to go back into the concordance and see that this the congregation that, that Satan sits on top of is actually, it's the, in the look at in the, in the scripture, it's Moed, okay? So he sits on top of the congregation Okay, and seeking to be in the sides of the north, but that is actually uh, Yahuwah's appointed times. So this is, it, it's really amazing. Yahuwah is trying to, he's, he's calling us back to him and turn to him with all of our hearts and he will save us. Praise Yahuwah. You know, that's why our announcement yesterday is so critical about the True Scripture Project because those insights like Tao's got, about all these other translations, guys. We get to uncover all that. For those of y'all that didn't get a, that get tapped into the announcement yesterday, <clears throat> let me um let me share something with you real quick as we begin our wind down. Um, we literally have started the Truth Scripture Project. You know, we got to the point where we are consistently having to translate the translations even the ones that have removed all the pagan names, we keep having to translate those translations. So we created the True Scripture Project, restoring the authentic word of the creator. We now have our trademark. Uh, it's listed now on the USPTO, United States Patent and Trade Office. It's on the site now. Today came up. And uh, so you can join us in preserving the truth and transforming lives through the most accurate English translations of the scriptures to date. So we have some objectives with this translation. We want to make sure we we restore the name of the creator, Yahuwah, and its pronunciation, not just the Paleo-Hebrew letters. We want people to pronounce his name and his son, the Savior, Yahusha. We want to utilize the oldest available scriptural materials for translation and updating when new ancient sources are discovered, which we will get. We want to remove all pagan names and customs around most modern English translations. We want to preserve the Abari, which is the Hebrew mindset, the idioms, the way of life, right? The roots for a more accurate understanding of the scriptures. We want to store the original Abari personal names, books, places, and, uh, and it's a big time commitment. So you guys can participate in this. This will be financial commitments that will be uh, helping to make this project go. You can go over to Promote the Truth right now. There's a button at the top, the bottom of the, of the top of the links that says uh, contribute. You can give any amount and we're getting after it. And we gotta go tackle all this nonsense going on out there. And we gotta be like, look, we're here to promote the truth, period. And we don't want anybody to influence us. We don't want to govern. We don't want to do a 5013C. I'm not doing that. We don't want to be participating in any type of theological, whatever, not doing that. I done, I done dealt with multiple theologians, multiple pastors from all over. 
And I haven't seen any of them out there yet be able to refute the name of Yahuwah. Not one. And I've challenged it from every angle y'all could possibly think of. You know, so now looking over these years since I found Yahuwah's name, May 2007, almost to the date. Almost to the date. So uh, to the, May 2007. No, I'm saying May I think 13th, which is tomorrow, 2007, is the day I'm pretty sure I found Yahuwah's name. It was between the 11th and the 13th is when I found his name. So, hey, hallelujah that his name is progressively advancing. We love to have y'all be able to participate. We'll be putting together some folks that we really have been able to grow with over these years and get input. And we don't want any traditional Judaism influence. A lot of these translations that we found that have removed um, the pagan name, well, they've replaced them and the influence and the pronunciation is from the Masoretic text. And the Masoretes are the ones who did vowel pointing. And what's the purpose, if you just want to ask me, Jay, what's the purpose of vowel pointing? To stop people from knowing Yahuwah's name. What do you think, Emmanuel? That's just to stop. We don't want him to know his name. There's no E's, yeah, let me, there's, no, there's no E's, no the O's, purpose, no D's, no W. What do you got to say, Emmanuel, about that? Right. What I'd say about that, the purpose of the vowel point is to kind of corrupt the pronunciation of Yah's name. And that was the purpose of the vowel points. With the paleo, you didn't need such thing as vowel points because that was translating the father's names perfectly. Yeah, so, you know, that was the purpose of the vowel points to try to take you from your whole name. This is why you hear such translations, Jehovah, you know, why you hear WVs and all this type of stuff, Jehovah. These are things that, you know, these are modern day translation. And a lot of these stem from the Masoretic text, you know, from the later translations of the scriptures and stuff like that. So, and, you know, so it's flooded its way into the truth and other people are following other translations. They're like, well, this is the name. That is the name, you know, stuff like that. And that's what the, the Masoretic text brings. It brings vowel points into the scriptures at the end of the day. It's another way to try to not pronounce the name, the name correct. You know, so how do we that's why I, That's why I believe. Right. <clears throat> Sorry, somebody's going to talk? Mm -hmm. Is my wife going to talk? No, I just said that's right. That's why the Catholic mm -hmm. Church swooped in. I'm telling y'all, we're going to uncover, mm -hmm. we're going to expose all this. The Catholic Church swooped in as soon as they found the Dead Sea Scrolls. They swooped in trying to buy up as much as they could of those Dead Sea Scrolls. Well, on the Dead Sea Scrolls, there's not one vowel point. Not one. And on those Dead Sea Scrolls, when you get to the writing, every time you got the what we call the modern Hebrew, more of the Aramaic, every time. You get to Yahuwah's name in those Dead Sea Scrolls, it uses the Paleo Hebrew of his name. And we've and, and listen, fam, we have got direct sources into the remaining non-Catholic church uh guarded Dead Sea Scrolls. We got access to get to them. It's expensive. But I know the people, the family of the gentleman who found, who found the Dead Sea Scrolls, that family, they have those remaining ones over there in Switzerland in a vault. And I was asked, what was that, Lena? In 2016, I spoke at a project in Utah. You remember that, Vanny? Maybe 2015. 2015, 2016. Well, there's a gentleman that does tours over in Israel, Israel, over in, in Israel, and over in those different caves and whatnot. And they've approached me to help them with setting up the appropriate tour for the remaining Dead Sea Scrolls. And I ain't even talked to y'all about any of that. That's why I'm telling y'all we're going to have access to some ancients because of people that I know in some of those ancient areas are going to give us access. So as we start to do this translation of the truth scriptures, now it's going, I'm telling y'all right now, let me tell y'all right now, there's probably going to be eight to 10 editions. 
That's because I, I forgot to mention it yesterday. See, the first edition is going to be as best as we can get it. But Yahuwah is going to continue to teach us and to help us grow and learn all the little idioms of those times and to make sure we nail it down. So as we get more light, we come out with the most accurate that we can find that has no Hebrew, in, uh, I should say, has no Jewish traditional Judas, Jude, 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 yeah, like a Judas, that is betrayal. Jude, Jewish. Judaism. Right. Yeah, that has that, 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 it's funny I said Judy, look at that, Judaism, Judas. Think about that one. So it has no influence of, of that on it. It just says, this is the word, this is the truth, have at it. So guys, I got to wrap it up right now, but I've really enjoyed this. I think we sparked some good, we're going to do more of these. This is what I call like a promote the truth jam session where we spark some conversation and then this hot stuff comes out. Stuff that y'all can go use and go walk out uh, throughout y'all's day. And so we appreciate it. Brother Tyler, you want to take us out on a prayer? If you don't mind, please. Sir. All right. Praise Yahuwah. Thank you, uh, Jay, for this session of Promote the Truth. And we're going to be about our Father's business and promoting it. Praise Yahuwah. Yahuwah in the highest. We just want to bow before you, acknowledge you as the, the sovereign of all and the, the creator, the one in whom our breath is. You have given us life and you have promised that if we turn to you, you will grant us life even more abundantly than we now possess. So Father, I just praise you. Thank you for this time, this, this Sabbath day of rest and worship and the opportunity that you have given to us to, to be co-laborers with you in promoting the truth of the plan of salvation. And we this is such an honor. It's such a privilege. And it's our calling. We have been called to be lights in the world. We have been called to be the salt of the earth. So, Yahuwah, please help us. Your name may be established that we do not take your name in vain in doing that which is not pleasing to you, but that we do always those things that are pleasing in your sight. I just want to praise you and thank you so much. In the name of Yahusha, Yahuwah's salvation, I do pray. Amen. Alleluia. Amen. Praise Yahuwah. Hallelujah. Love y'all, man. Thank you, Brother Tao. We'll, hey, we'll come back here next week. Y'all be ready. Praise Yahuwah. Hallelujah.